This is Joy Wagner with God's Truth, My Hope. I know I'm a little bit late on getting out this podcast about mothers and motherhood since Mother's Day was a few days ago. Scripture has a lot to say about mothers. There are commands to mothers and principles to follow. Of course, there are examples of bad mothers, and then there are examples of good mothers. So God places a high priority on mothers. And actually, the principles about mothers could be applicable even for those of us who don't have children, but we all touch somebody's life. So for those of you who aren't mothers, don't tune me out because I'm not a mother either. And those of you who are mothers, don't tune me out because you think, well, I could never understand what you're going through. You're right, I don't understand from personal experience. But what I can do, though, is bring up some scriptural truths, and we know that God always understands everything that a person will be going through. You know, mothers have an impact on their children from the womb to the tomb. They never stop giving of themselves, either by their words, their actions, their love, to their children. And that's the same way for those of us who don't have children. God has called us to influence people. And so we have to seek to find those people. And then we need to follow the same principles as what mothers would do with their children. Think about the Apostle Paul and how he had an influence on Timothy. Timothy was not his biological son, but he called him his son in the faith in 1 Timothy 1-2, and also in several other passages. Think during this podcast of who does God want you to influence? For some of you, Mother's Day and motherhood, painful thoughts for you. Perhaps your mother was abusive toward you, or maybe she neglected spending time with you. I'm very sorry for that kind of a long-lasting pain, but I will encourage you with the hope that you can break that chain. You don't have to be like your mother. God has given us many wonderful principles in his word that can remind us of how we can do it better. For others of you, you had a wonderful mother, but it's still painful because perhaps she has passed away recently. Or maybe you have longed to be a mother and that's not what God's plan is for you at this time. Remember this, that we always have people we can invest in. If not our own biological children, then others, children or adults, that we can pour our lives into just like a mother does for her children. I'm not minimizing the difficulty, but I would challenge you to think of it a little differently and think who can you have a mothering influence on. The first way we can influence people and that mothers influence their children is with unconditional love. You still love them even when they do wrong or when they are exhausting. I have a friend who told her daughter, I don't just love you, I treasure you. And the little girl said, but mommy, I'm not buried treasure, I'm a kid. (laughs) So sometimes even our statements of love can be a little bit misconstrued by the people that we say that to. We also have to show our love by our actions, by our kindness, by the way that we are consistent in our love. So I guess my question for
for you might be, do other people, including your children, see God's love in you? 1 John 4.12 says, No man has seen God at any time. If we love one another, God dwelleth in us, and his love is perfected in us. Now, that doesn't mean that we have anything to do with perfecting God's love. Of course, we know that God's love is completely perfect without any help from we mortals. (laughs) But it does mean that his love is perfectly shown by the way that we love other people. If your life were the only testimony of God's love to someone else, what would they think of God? Another method of influence to those around us is by teaching them about God and the life that he would have us to live. Deuteronomy 6, 5 through 9. And thou shalt love the Lord thy God with all thine heart and with all thy soul and with all thy might. And these words which I command thee this day shall be in thine heart. And thou shalt teach them diligently unto thy children and shalt talk of them when thou sittest in thine house and when thou walkest by the way and when thou liest down and when thou risest up. And thou shalt bind them for a sign about thine head, and they shall be as frontlets between thine eyes, and thou shalt write them upon the posts of thy house and on thy gates. Second Timothy 2 2 says, The things that thou hast heard of me among many witnesses, the same commit thou to faithful men, who shall be able to teach others also. So who are we teaching about God and his ways? It's a sobering question, but it's a question that all of us need to answer, not just our mothers. Another method of influence, both for mothers as well as for each of us, is consistent discipline. I remember many times when I was growing up that my mother would say, I love you too much to let you continue in this wrong behavior. And then she would give whatever discipline was necessary for that particular offense. That stuck in my mind Because when we really love someone, we want them to be the best that they can be for the Lord's glory. Sometimes we think, well, I don't want to upset them, whether children or others in our sphere of influence. But actually, it's just the opposite. Proverbs 3, 11 and 12 says, My son, despise not the chastening of the Lord, neither be weary of his correction. For whom the Lord loveth, he correcteth even as a father, the son in whom he delighteth. And then in Galatians 6, 1, it says, Brethren, if a man be overtaken in a fault, ye which are spiritual, restore such a one in the spirit of meekness, considering thyself, lest thou also be tempted. Now, anytime that we correct someone's wrong behavior, it needs to be done in love and not in anger. Um, Sometimes all of us need to take a little time out (laughs) for ourselves to try to get our thoughts back centered on what is going to help this person become more like the Lord, not, as, not what is just going to meet my own agenda. But when we really have that spirit of meekness and we can go to that person in love, that is a demonstration that we want what is best in their lives. So who is it that you are speaking truth to? Maybe they're going a wrong path and you can gently bring them back to the right path that God would have for them. Whether you are a mother or not, what kind of influence or impact are you making on the lives of those around you? Could we say, like the Apostle Paul did in Philippians 4 9, those things which ye have both learned and received and heard and seen in me, 
do 